Jo and this is Shoutcast, your bite-sized guide to better comms. Today I'm delighted to have Annemieke Groeneveld with us. She is a senior international marketing professional. So Mika, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what you do in your current role? Well, first of all, I'm very excited to be here. Um, well, I have lived and worked in multiple countries across uh, EMEA, so I would really call myself a true international marketeer. And PR has always been part of the marketing mix throughout my career. Um, I was lucky enough to work for a PR agency called A+, and after that, I managed for three years the PR across Europe for Creative Labs um, before I went back into the uh, generic marketing and managing the full marketing mix again. So you're an insider, basically, on PR agency work. You really know what's going on behind the scenes. (laughs) Well, I know you need to treat your agency well, yeah, so you get the good responses. Yes. So look, with that insight and and um, experience, does that help you in picking a PR agency and making that selection? Yeah, I do think so. For There's also different setups you can work with. And throughout my career, I've experienced a variety of setups. I, I worked with large organizations who managed everything across Europe for me. I've worked with independent agencies in each territory, which I managed, but I've also worked with a network of agencies which were independent, but managed by one of the agencies. And to be honest with you, I think you should choose the setup that works best for the organization you work for and the company structure. For each organization is structured differently, so you need to see what fit is best for your company. And at the moment, I work with a small agency who manages all the PR and communications for Europe. And that works really well for me. They work as an extension of my team. It shows an ROI. It is value for money. Mm. So there's no real one size fits all, is there? You know, no, I think you should really look at what fit for your organization and what you want to achieve. Yeah, I think that's worth dwelling on because, you know, there might be people that have had good or bad experiences with one setup, but then they enter another type of organization and they're going to need to reconsider what that is. Um, So what worked before might not work again. You might need to recalibrate that. That's a a really interesting point. Um, In your role overseeing um, PR agencies and their results, you know, and having to then interpret them and kind of sell them in to the board to show what's been going on. What would you say are the most uh, important elements um, to make your efforts successful? I think for all the communication you do and for all the marketing activities you do, you have to be relevant for your local market. And we both know that Europe is not only a difference of languages there's also a difference of maturity in the market there's a difference of way of doing business yeah and there are different key players in the market so you need to make sure that your communication is relevant for that local market and that's why I think having in your key territories a local presence is important you're only then you can have impactful communications yeah, yeah. So you have to sometimes explain this maybe to more homogenous markets. I'm thinking maybe North America, um, explaining this difference that you've just highlighted to us about 
the EMEA kind of multifaceted nature. Yeah, especially with the language. Yeah, for obviously different maturity also takes place in North America but, and different way of doing business for they are a massive territory. But the language is um, the same in North America, where for us, we also have the the translations and making sure that it's relevant to people. Yeah, yeah, no, that is interesting. But um but what's a marketer to do <laughs> with all this diversity? How can that be managed? You know, different agencies, an agency per country or different professionals. How do you navigate this complex scenario? I, I think you really need to look and say, OK, what are my key territories? What do we want to achieve in there and get people locally to help you and as I said at the moment I work with one agency who manage everything for me across Europe and that agency works with local representation and that in order to make that all work you have to have an open and communication with your agency and a trust relationship you have to make sure that your agency is an extension of your team and only then they can also come up with proactive in suggestions way who how you can improve your communication and support you mm, that is interesting the proactive aspect um as well um i think the fact that you know connecting what you were saying before about um you know nuances of uh, different ways of doing business in different countries having you know local on the ground pr agencies can really help with giving you know proactive suggestions yeah, and I think that's for all the agencies you work with. As long as you treat them as part of your team, um, they will be able to also proactively come up with ideas. And I I want an agency to make us think and improve as a team what we can achieve. That's a very constructive approach. Um, what, what what are the sort of tips and strategies you use to to, to achieve that, to make them part of the team, like, do you have, I don't know, regular uh, kind of a regular setup, uh, meetings? What would you, your point is? Being? Yeah, I do have regular meetings. Yeah. Um, even if it is like a, a catch up, yeah, half hour catch up. But I also think it's reaching out when something happens in the organization and say, you know, we are about to announce X, Y, Z. What is the plan? What can we do locally? Can you help me and um, create a communication plan around that? So it is a two-way interactivity. Um, I also expect the agency to call me and say, hey, this is happening in the local market. How do we react to that? And how do we play in with what is happening on the, on the local market? It's a two-way stream. Yeah, yeah. Teamwork is dream work after all, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. But um, but yes, and, and actually just going back to the issue of trust, you know, obviously this means, um, depending on the setup, there's, there's quite a lot of trust that you put um, in the single agency. You know, you're committing quite a lot to mm -hmm. their views um, and, and also committing a lot of information to them. How do you how do you know that they're the one that they're going to work for you oh, yeah how do you how did it know my husband was the one well you don't know immediately do you it's you know what it is with any relationship joe you have to work on it you have to expect that there's ups and downs in the relationship and from both sides you need to work on that it's a give and take on both sides and you know i haven't left my husband on the first argument we had and i won't 
separate ways from an agency after the first disagreement we have. It is something where you're both invested in a long-term relationship. For with a long-term relationship with your agencies, then you can really add value on both sides. Mm. And I suppose there's something to be said as well for the resolution of, um, you know, the unexpected or, you know, when, when issues come up, if you find um, that there's a common ground uh, in the approach, I suppose that also kind of helps. Absolutely. And you have to expect that at one point something goes wrong and then together you will find a solution. Yeah. So, uh, Mika, in your role uh, running successful PR campaigns in Europe at the moment, um, although I know that you have a a much wider experience um, and in the tech sector in particular, um, what would you say are some of the most interesting or um, I wouldn't say challenging, but kind of momentous trends that you're seeing at the moment? Well, Joe, I think the pandemic has a lot to do with it. But as we can't see face to face, I see that people are far more consuming information online. Yeah. And I think that will stay here. But I also see the trends that podcasts are getting far more popular for people don't want to be stuck behind the screen all the time. They want to consume information in different ways. And I think that as we slowly come out of the pandemic, we will also see that when people meet up, it will be in smaller groups and not the big meetings and gatherings we had prior to the pandemic, but first consume information online and as a second step, uh, meet up. So I think podcasts are something important in this entire mix of how to share your information and how to communicate with your audience in different levels. Yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of talk, I think, for the last decade about multi-channel communications. But I have to say, within my professional life, this is the biggest change because we're actually using a different sense. You know, we're using our hearing instead of our eyesight to absorb information. Absolutely. if you look on LinkedIn, there's so many more podcasts people share nowadays, but also you can do you listen to a podcast when you go for a walk or when you do the ironing, whatever. Yeah, you can listen to the podcast when you're not at your screen. And that is the beauty of it. And I think a lot of people like to have a bit of less screen time and therefore they get more popular. Yeah, yeah. I do mine when I'm cooking. I love listening to podcasts while I'm doing something physical with my hands and I can actually absorb information uh, without taking my eyes away from the knife and chopping my finger off. Um, What about you, Mika? Um, I do it when I do housework around the house as well. That's when I listen to them. <laughs> For I, I find it makes them doing the mundane uh, jobs a bit, make them more pleasant to do. And, um, you know, I can still then go back to the screen and check on something which I've learned in the podcast and go like, oh, this is interesting. I want to learn more about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's a good it's a good um, innovation. When it comes to managing um, European PR agencies or just strategies and campaigns, what are the key tips that you would give um, another EMEA marketer to, to help them be successful that you'd say these worked for me? I think you need to choose the setup of your agency network, what suits best to your organization, what fits with that. Then secondly, you need to see that they are a cultural fit to your organization. 
um, for it's important you have the same kind of like fit culturally and then it comes to the people who work in the organization you need to make sure that you like the people you work with for if you work in a nice team and you're all having fun it's much easier to get results and it makes uh, everything far more pleasant yeah that's a breath of fresh air and so true and people are so much more creative when not the pressure's off but when they're having fun absolutely the pressure we all have at work but we need to enjoy what we do and um if it's fun then you know you get you bounce off of each other much easier yeah 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 I think that's where really good ideas are born when you're actually having you know bouncing ideas off each other like you said and kind of I mean call it blue sky thinking but it's actually just you know people that get on and have similar ideas have a good cultural fit like you were saying and um and and work positively together that's super is there anything any other thoughts that you'd like to add that you think you know EMEA marketers out there dealing with your PR you really need to watch out for this or no you I think you've captured it uh, quite well and I think it's uh, we're in a very exciting period of European communication yeah and um, that, that's the beauty of it it's constantly changing and we constantly need to adjust and adapt um, that makes it exciting yeah keeps us fresh and on our toes exactly <laughs> well thank you so much Mika it's been lovely having you and you've been very informative well thank you for having me take care bye-bye bye